From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. I think Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mocha. Yes, sir. Are you ready? For the podcast? Hell yeah. Let's do the news! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Bruce Willis's family has released uh, a statement because they finally have a legitimate uh, and, and solid diagnosis for what he's going through, uh, and it is dementia. So uh, oh, they said, since we announced man. that Bruce diagnosed with uh, aphasia in 2022, Bruce's condition has progressed, and now we have a more specific diagnosis. It's called frontotemporal dementia, known as FTD. The statement reads, unfortunately, challenges with communication are just one symptom of the disease Bruce faces. While this is painful it is a relief to finally have a clear diagnosis they say ftd is a cruel disease that many of us have never heard of and can strike anyone for people uh, under 60 ftd is most common form of dementia and because getting the diagnosis can take years ftd is likely much more prevalent prevalent than we know today there are no treatments for the disease a reality that we hope can change in the years to come as bruce's condition advances we hope that any media attention can be focused on sharing a light on this disease that needs far more awareness and research and the letter was signed by his uh, kids um uh rumor scout Tallulah, mabel and evelyn along with his wife emma and his ex-wife demi moore as well she signed that oh, uh, that statement that's so, so sad yeah it's crazy God damn. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Um, oh, my God. I got to play you this. So I guess Drake was talking to a fan, right? Like mm-hmm. every now and then he'll just like pop up on somebody's Twitch stream or whatever and, and just give him a moment with Drake kind of thing, right? So there's a YouTuber gamer called I Show Speed, and I guess he was FaceTiming with Drake, mm-hmm. and he's freaking out. Right? Like losing his mind. Yeah. Drake. He's the biggest artist in the world. He's complimenting him, like how cool he is and everything else. Mm. Then he says that his voice sounded sexy. Drake, what's up, dog? Yo, yo, you look great right now. What's up? (laughs) Yo, you look good, bro. What you doing right now? I'm proud of you, boy. You proud of me? Hey, you got to understand for me, this is crazy, Drake, bro. I'm a huge fan of you, bro. I got a lot of love for you, man. Like I said, I'm proud of you. You're doing your thing, man. Bro, your voice is so sexy. Like, why, like, bro, how is it so smooth like that? Like, how your voice so smooth like that, bro? How you... Oh, my God. He's not going to answer the phone again, bro. He <laughs> said it wrong, bro. Like, I meant to say his voice is smooth, but I, I said it wrong. I wanted to say, like, his voice was so smooth. <laughs> now, I watched this video, right? Do you think that... I feel like that was set up yeah, for the it moment might, it to go, might have been. It to go might viral. Have been. It might have been. It might have been. Right? Yeah. I think it was all plotted. Because, uh, yeah. you know, Drake, Drake is that guy, right? I know. I He's know. down to, to have a good time and, yeah. like, mess around with like, people. Why, like, bro, how is it so smooth like that? 
Bro, your voice is so sexy. Like, why, like, bro, how is it so smooth like that? <laughs> but okay, but here's my thing though, right? Yeah. Is I don't know enough about I show speed, right? I'm sure Drake would be into something like this, but I don't know if I show speed would want to go viral because he said that Drake sounded sexy, right? Like that's on him. It's not on Drake for hanging up. Because now he's gonna get roasted for right. it on the Twitch stream. Bro, your voice is so sexy. Like, why, like, bro, how is it so smooth like that? You, you thought we didn't hear, but guess what? We all heard. Bro, your voice is so sexy. Like, why, like, bro, how is it so smooth like that? Recoup. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, NBA All-Star Weekend. Yes! Yep. Uh, Toronto's Woo! own, Canada's own Julie Black will be singing Oh Canada. I believe Jewel is going to be doing the American National Anthem as well as uh, Burner Boy is going to be there. Post Malone is going to be there. Yes. Uh, Damn it, Maury had a chance to catch up with Julie Black uh, last night ahead of the uh, All-Star Weekend to get her thoughts on uh, the importance of being uh, given this honor. This is super cool for you, but who are you doing this for? Ooh, you come and you come with the, come with the deep questions. Um, I am personally doing this for my late mom, Agatha Gordon, who always believed. You know, it's interesting. Obviously, I've won many awards. I've done many things in my career, but this one is particularly special um, because it's Black History Month. Not to mention, I am and two immigrants' children. I am actualizing my parents' dreams. They sacrificed so much, and so. And I'm doing this for Canada. I am a Canadian, born and raised. True story, Maury. When the Raptors were in the finals in 2019, everybody was like, you're going to do the anthem. We want you to do the anthem. And it didn't happen. And I was really disappointed. However, you just never know why things go the way they go. Fast forward four years later, just about. And here I am doing uh, you know, the anthem being the jewel of Canada while the jewel of America, jewel does that one. There's two jewels. I am in gratitude. I'm not taking this for granted. This is the largest audience. I would have, largest TV audience, I believe I would have played to, come to think of it, as far as an international audience. Probably not since the Olympics in 2010. There you go. Could have picked a better person too, right? Yeah. yeah. Julie Black yeah. worked her ass off. She's super nice. So talented, wonderful singer. Cannot wait to see Julie Black perform the uh, national anthem, the Canadian national anthem, uh, during NBA All Star Weekend. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Ever since the announcement came out that they're going to be redoing another, I know what you did last summer, and it was announced that uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr. are in talks to return. Uh, and then the story was that Sarah Michelle Geller is not. And then people were like, oh, man, what happened? Why is it Sarah Michelle Gellar doing it? And Sarah Michelle Gellar came out with a statement to just remind everybody why she will not do I Know What You Did Last Summer, which is a simple fact. Quote, I am dead. I am dead, dead. I don't have a head. You can't write for someone that doesn't have a head. I'm dead. So do so, people just like not remember <laughs> no, that she got no, killed off? No, they don't remember. Because that movie did like numbers <laughs> when it came out, right? Yes. So how would nobody remember that? Yes. Well, because even still, like when they redid it in, I don't even know, like that came out in 97 and that's the one she died in, which is why she wasn't in the sequel in 98, which is, I still know what you did last summer. Like she's dead. She's still dead. Yes. But that's very never much stopped dead. Michael Myers in the Halloween movies to keep coming Yeah, but back. she's not the monster. She's not- 
Spoiler alert! <laughs> she's not the monster. <laughs> or maybe Jesus. like flashbacks or something, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Uh, CNN is in all sorts of trouble. Ever since Trump left office, man, CNN is just like... Why would happen now? Oh, my God. So they're just moving everybody around and all this stuff. But I got to play you this clip of Don Lemon. So Don Lemon and Poppy Harlow are doing the morning show. And Don Lemon is talking about... Um, Nikki Haley, who's a conservative, and she was talking for mental capacity tests for politicians over the age of 75, right? And then I guess she mentioned something about prime, somebody being in their prime. And Don Lemon, who's not a fan of Nikki Haley, is sitting there with two women on the show and starts talking about whether or not Nikki Haley, who is 51 years old... Uh, in her prime. Listen to this. He says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and oh maybe 40s. What do you that's talk? Not acor- Wait. I, that's not according to me. Prime for what? Uh, it, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll if you look, if you Google when is a woman in her prime, it'll say <sighs> um, 20s, 30s and 40s. I don't necessarily. 40s. Oh, I got another I'm not saying decade. I agree with that. So I think she has to be careful about saying that, you know, politicians aren't in their prime. you need to qualify. Are you talking about prime for, like, child caring? Or are you talking about prime for being president? Oh, my God. Don (laughs) Lemon. Shut up. Poppy Harlow walked off set uh, right after that. And then eventually did did come back. Uh, Don Lemon issued an apology saying uh, the reference I made to a woman's prime this morning was inartful and irrelevant. And as colleagues and loved ones have pointed out, and I regret it, a woman's age doesn't define her either personally or professionally. I have countless women in my life who prove that every day. And I love Don's like when she was like, what does that mean? Prime. And it's like, well, if you Google Prime. Like, did he literally <laughs> just like, Google when like is prime. a woman in her prime? I don't even think he Googled it. I just think he said that. I think that's just Don Lemon logic. What? If you Google, like, like, I don't have to tell you. Go like, you just know, figure yeah, it out. Figure yeah. it out, right? Because uh, she was talking about Joe Biden, because Joe Biden is 80 years old, right? And a lot of people are like, you know, like, you know, can he, does he have everything somebody needs to run again? Because mm-hmm. he's thinking about running again, oh, right? Don't do it, Joe. Like, put it this way. Um, Bill Clinton is 76 years old, right? Damn. Bill Clinton's younger than Joe Biden. Bill Clinton left office 22 years ago. Wow. Right? And he's, and he's, and he's still younger than Joe Biden, right? <laughs> so, like, that's what they were talking about, which is a legitimate conversation Listen. to have. But you can't turn around and say, you know, somebody who is 80 isn't in their prime and say a woman is tw- in her prime in her 20s. Yeah. Well, your co-host is 40, and the woman you're talking about is only 51. Don Lemon, first of all, you're an idiot. Second of all, oh, no. I do not think Joe Biden should run again. If I were in the States, knowing that the aliens are on their way, yeah. I wouldn't want an almost 80-year-old running the country calling the shots. Oh, and Stallone. Stallone's even too old. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Actually, what I would do is I, I'd put... The, who's, the, who's the prettiest? Timothy Chalamet. So, Yep. Be president. Yeah, yeah. If if no. we're yeah, if the if yes, if we as a collective sort of Western world have to put somebody forward that the aliens are going to see first, Timothy Chalamet. I'll he, sign that. He will get them to not kill us. <sighs> Sylvester Stallone will get us into a war instantly. Timothy Chalamet. I think they'd be like, oh my god. Wait, Channing Tatum. Oh. No, 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 no. Timothy Chalamet. I, smooth skin, oh, right? Smooth skin. Yeah, they'd be mesmerized. Non, like non, he's non-threatening looking, mm-hmm. right? But the aliens still would probably feel bad. Like, very. Well, we don't want to pick a fight with this guy. Trustworthy face. Like yes. um, my oh. vote is Timothy Chalamet. Let's run Timothy Chalamet. Um, you don't think so, Sean? I'm gonna go Tom. Like what's Tom Holland. <laughs> 
Tom Holland. Too young. Timothy Chalamet's not much older. I think Timothy Chalamet's younger than Tom Holland. Oh, really? I think so. I think so. Go with Tom Holland. You better ask Chalamet for a skin routine. (laughs) What about about a Holland Chalamet ticket then? Oh, come on. There you go. (laughs) Prez and vice Prez? Yeah. 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 All right. Right? Oh, by the way, Tom Holland's a year younger. Tom Holland's a year younger than Timothy Chalamet. Really? I I didn't know Timothy was 27. He looks way younger. I thought Timothy Chalamet was like 16. No? How did I get 27? (laughs) It's the body. That's wild. Oh, there it is. Come on now, Maury. Come on. Why you gotta make it weird, man? Okay, I made it weird. Yeah. You can't be out here 50 years old talking like that, man. No, no, but very much in his prime. prime. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Apparently, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox are doing daily therapy over Zoom to try and salvage their relationship. At least they're doing something. Daily? No. <laughs> I guess this has to be like... How bad last, did he screw up, man? Last resort, right? Yeah, they say this according to the uh, New York Post. Uh, Megan feels that they must give therapy a shot before making any permanent decisions. Uh, they also said that, yes, they are broken up, this according to the Post, but Megan is seeing where they stand. She wants to see what they can salvage. Um, an insider also says that Machine Gun Kelly really wants to make up. Of course he does. Source also uh, previously told... Uh, page six that Megan found DMs and text messages. Oh no! On his phone, believed that uh, he was having an affair. Megan's rep did not comment, but she did uh, respond on Instagram saying there has been no third party interferences in the relationship of any kind. That includes, but is not limited to, actual humans, DMs, AI bots, or succubus demons. Blame it on the AI. I don't know. I I don't know what that means. I don't even know if that's real. Uh, And then Machine Gun Kelly's best friend, Maude's son, who was engaged to Avril Lavigne, just got dumped. Avril Lavigne's no longer engaged. I don't even know who Maude's son is. I interviewed those two guys together. Maude's son and Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah, I interviewed them together. Ugh, I'd have... If I was in that interview, I would yeah. hate having to say both of their names. Ugh, bro. It's so stupid. Right? Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, yeah. now over to you, Modson. Yeah, and they were in the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. What was it called again? Uh, morning, something morning, but it's like M-O-U-R. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it's called. What was the other movie he was in, uh, Machine Gun Kelly? And he was actually pretty all right. Uh, it was like a heist movie, wasn't it? Um, I don't know. Not Army of the Dead. He was in that Motley Crue movie. He was in something else where I think it was a heist movie. Really? Or, oh, wait. Mm, Bird. Bird? What was that Bird movie? Oh, yeah, Bird. Sandra? It's just called Bird. No, it's Sandra Bullock. Yeah, no, it is. Bird Bath, no, Bird it's Watch. Just, no, it's Bird. Bird. Yeah, Bird Brain. Uh, Black Bird. Bird Brain. Bird Brain. What was it called? Yes. The Bird was a movie. Bird. Guys, help me out on Netflix. Bird Turd. No. no. With the alien, and then bird. they had to like blindfold themselves? Yes. Blind Bird? bird yes. Blind Bird. Yes. Blind Bird? Yes. Was bird it Box? Yeah. Bird oh, Box. Bird That's box. what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Blind. What's that, Maury? Was he in that? Yeah, I'm with Maury on yeah. this one. Was he, he was. in that? Your microphone's not on. He was in that movie. Yes, I, he was. I, 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 maybe you know what? I'm, I'm sort of thinking now, Maury, that uh, that he might have been in that movie, but I probably didn't even know who Machine Gun Kelly was at the time I saw that movie. Yeah, he was in that uh, bird. Was it called Bird Box? Bird turd. 
<laughs> Shut up. Yeah, Birds of the Word is what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> is he in that movie? Uh, his real name is Colson Baker, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was. See? Really? I huh? knew it, guys. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, according to Justin Bieber's uh, official Twitter account for his uh, uh, tour, as uh, Justin has officially canceled the remaining dates of his Justice World tour, they say check with your point of purchase for refunds uh, for show dates back in October. 2022 uh just announced that he was postponing uh dates then as he was dealing with uh ramsey hunt and uh this whole thing was i think supposed to start in like 2000 like 2018 or 2019 but then covid derailed everything right yeah yeah and it was rescheduled like two other times yeah so everything is now uh everything's now canceled there will be no no just he's got to announce that like like today's gonna be the day that everyone's talking about that and today's also his birthday yeah i know how old is he today he's 29 29 that's it 29 years old damn damn that's old though happy birthday justin bieber yeah yeah, nobody wants a tour anymore, right? Everybody got so comfy during COVID. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he went through hell, right? Like, you oh, have that course. whole thing. But, like, you know, do you want to go back out on the road now? No. I don't know. Do you think people would pay for a concert if it was, like, produced really well and then put up on a, like, a, a streaming service? Would they pay for it? Yeah. Like, remember um, when Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa had one of the best COVID concerts yeah. That featured like Elton John and like a bunch of other people. And it was very well produced. And the only way to watch it was you had to pay how much ever it was on a website. And like a lot of people paid the money for it. Yeah, but uh, sure, you could, but it's not tour money. Right, like it's oh yeah, because you want the merch dollars so too, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's and it's a it's a one off, and as soon as it's out there, you know, then your entire concert, your entire thing is just online in. HD, right, right. Like it's, I don't know. You could, yes, you could. The answer to your question: What are you going to do? Scream at the TV? Yes, yes. Why not? Right? (laughs) Scream at the TV all the time. Anyway, (laughs) I hate everything that's on. (laughs) Why is this so dark? (laughs) (laughs) Don't turn the who turned the subtitles off. Speak up. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I, I look at. What Catherine. was the last show that you screamed at? Oh, last or, night we were watching oh. a show. What was it? Do yeah, you the, the the Last of Us. And what was your problem? With yeah, it? I looked at Catherine. I was like, I I can't hear anything. <laughs> She's like, babes, the volume's at 50 right now. <laughs> but I just like, it's just something that they do with the mix. I don't know what it is. Uh-huh. I have just such do a you wear headphones? To, I'm not going to sit yeah, on the couch with that's, my family That's what you need. Headphones. You need noise-canceling headphones. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. No. You need Dolby Atmos in your life, I, I do not. <laughs> I swear you do. No, I don't. Don't oh. do that to me, okay? And binoculars. Yeah. Shush, I don't need binoculars. <laughs> you imagine? Good one. <laughs> Headphones and binoculars. (laughs) I know what I'm getting you for Christmas this year. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada, within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency.
Uh, screenwriter Jeff Loveness, who wrote uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, uh, was really hurt by all the negative reviews that came out for the movie. So Quantumania is one of the worst-reviewed Marvel movies in Marvel history at 48% on Rotten Tomatoes, almost as low as Eternals, which was 47%. Oh, yeah, that movie Uh, sucked. The film also dropped 69% at the box office in its second weekend, marking the second biggest drop in MCU history. Uh, Jeff says this, uh, to be honest, those reviews took me by surprise, he told the Daily Beast. Quantum, um, I was pretty, I was at a pretty low spot. They were not good reviews, and I was like, what the hell? I'm really proud of what I wrote. I thought that was good stuff, you know? And so I was just despondent, and I was really sad about it. I'm pretty happy with it overall, and I think I learned how to take a punch this week. And now that I learned that it's not too bad, I can just get on with making things. Wow. Damn, that's I didn't see it. You were the only one that saw it in this room, right, Morm? Yeah, I Did didn't you see mind it? it. But are you generally a Marvel fan? No, I just like a cute mu- movie. Right, but it was fine though. Yeah, I, I was entertained. Yeah, okay. I'll give okay. you my review in May when it's on Disney Plus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not rushing out to go see it. No, anytime soon. Hey, does Mandalorian start today? Yo, man, it, episode one is out. It is, huh? Yes, thirty-seven so, minutes. Keep in mind, uh, there's a ton of articles floating around. I'm not going to give you any spoilers, but um, the one thing that you do need to know going into Mandalorian season three mm-hmm. is that if you did not watch the book of Boba Fett, you won't understand what's going on in Mandalorian Oh, because really? the way Mandalorian season two ended yes. was he gave the baby away. Yes. To Luke. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. Right. And season three starts and they're reunited again. And the mm-hmm. only reason that happened was the book of Boba Fett. Who's reunited? Yes. So you have to watch the book of Boba Fett, otherwise you will be lost yeah. going into Mandalorian uh, season Grogu, three. Grogu, Baby Yoda, and Baby Yoda. Uh, and Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah, yes. no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Silly me. And I don't know what's happening with Cara Dune, um, who was uh, that again? so she was uh, she's like the 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 big muscular um, heavy. Oh, uh, what's her name played her? Um, who they fired? <sighs> Um, what's it? Uh, Gina Carano. That's it. Played her. Um, so I, I think what they had said was that the character is still going to be in the show, um, but no word on if it's going to be played by somebody else or if they're just going to reference the character because it's a big old galaxy and all this stuff. But they're not going to kill off the characters. Mm. I think. And to, to also fan favorite Appa from Kim's Convenience. Yes, because he was in the trailer and it yeah. looks like his ranking he he moved up. He's That's like a general right. or something like yes, that. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Which is kind of cool. Uh, oh, McDon- other, what's that? I was going to say other TV news because we were away, right? Yeah, the Goldbergs is ending. Is it done now? The season we're in right now will be yeah. the last. Yeah, because the dad's not there anymore, right? The, and the they grandfather. Fired him. And yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah, that's right. The grandfather died, then they fired the dad. Yeah. yeah, there's not much of a show left after that. Yeah. They were great in that show. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, McDonald's franchisees are reportedly miffed about McDonald's partnership with Cardi B and Offset with some franchisees owner, with some franchise owners opting to not report the campaign, all due to fears of what they say is negative publicity. An unspecified number of owners have contacted McDonald's corporate to express concern that they could hurt their, quote, family friendly image. Uh, the franchisees argue that Offset and Cardi B lead lifestyles and release music that is at odds with McDonald's brand, such as WAP. <laughs> <laughs> 
certified freak seven days a week. <laughs> some, <laughs> some of the owners have reportedly pushed their fellow franchisees to uh, remove the items and the partnership. McDonald's pushed back uh, on the internal cri- criticism, noting that the feedback it has received for the collaboration with uh, Offset and Cardi B was generating support and excitement among its franchisees. Uh, you want to know what is in the Offset and Cardi B meal? Mm. Yeah. So they, they launched this with as a, as a promotion for Valentine's Day is when it all kicked off. But uh, here is the Offset and Cardi B meal. It's kind of weak, if you ask me, okay. given like everything that you could have put together on, on from the McDonald's menu. So it's a classic cheeseburger with barbecue sauce and a large cola. Okay. A quarter pounder with cheese and a large high C orange. Okay. A large order of fries and an apple pie. Not Wop enough. Right? They didn't create anything new. They just sort of go this, I, that, I, and the well, other. Yeah, I they think the, the, cheese, the cheeseburger with barbecue sauce is, I guess, like yeah, but that, you could just get barbecue sauce in the, one of those little dipping yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. I know. To me, it's sort of like if you're, like, going to get the, the celebrity McDonald's menu, to me, that's really weak. Also, cheeseburger is just a tiny yeah. little thing. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, but so is Cardi B. It? <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I am like, if you, if McDonald's comes to you, I'm like, well, I want a double quarter pounder, but in between those two patties, I want like four nuggets, mm. right? And then yeah. slather or, mac or sauce. Or chicken patty. Yes, and then yeah, slather yeah, mac yeah. sauce on, like create something. I guess maybe or they didn't want to make chicken with filet fish sauce. Something like that. That's tartar sauce, right? Yeah, so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah. Every, every like time I take sauce. a bite, I want to hear this. <laughs> as, they're, or as they're bringing, as they're bringing my combo to me, yes. I want this to be playing. Yes. Seven days a week. No. When the burger container opens, it plays. Oh yes, like a birthday card. Yeah. Yes. Yo, McDonald's, get on it. You're welcome. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ed Sheeran announces a brand new album called Subtract today oh yeah yeah let me read you what he wrote because he he sort of teased this a little bit when he returned to instagram uh, a couple of weeks ago because he had just been silent on on all socials uh, he said this i've been working on subtract for a decade trying to sculpt wow. the perfect acoustic album writing and recording hundreds of songs with a clear vision of what i thought it would be then at the start of 2022 a series of events changed my life my mental health and ultimately the way i view music and art writing songs is my therapy it helps make sense of my feelings i wrote without thought of what the songs would be i just wrote whatever turned out or tumbled out and in just over a week i replaced a decade's worth of work with my deepest darkest thoughts wow so he'd been he basically scrapped everything he had been working on he said within the space of a month my pregnant wife got told that she had a tumor with no route to treatment until after the birth. My best friend Jamal, a brother to me, died suddenly, and I found myself standing in court defending my integrity and a career as a songwriter. Because you remember that whole thing where, wow. he, got, where he got sued? Yeah. I was spiraling, spiraling through fear, depression, and anxiety. I felt like I was drowning, head below the surface, looking up but not being able to break through for air. As an artist, I didn't feel like I had credibility to put my body of work into the world that didn't accurately represent where I am and how I need to express myself at this point in my life. This album is purely that. It's opening that trap door into my soul. For the first time, I'm not trying to craft an album people will like, I'm merely putting something out that's honest and true to where I am in my adult life. And he ends up by saying, this is last February's diary entry and my way of making sense of it. This is subtract. Wow. Yeah. 
So that's so going to be, be awesome. The most. So first of all, get ready to cry. Second yes. of all, this is going to be the most emotional Ed Sheeran album we've mm-hmm. ever. It's an acoustic album God. too. Oh, right? and he's so yeah, acoustic. Yeah, that's like my favorite Ed Sheeran. That's yeah. amazing. But he had been working on it for ten years, and wow. then all at once, within did the span announce, of a week, um, he said that he scrapped the whole thing. Did he say? Uh, the give the date, release date. No, or just the album's coming May fifth. May fifth. May fifth. Yeah. Oh, amazing! So there you go with that. Thank you, Maury. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the weekend is making his big screen acting debut alongside Barry Keegan and uh, Jenna Ortega. Wednesday Adams. Wednesday Adams. The project has already started filming in Los Angeles, uh, and I think the weekend wrote it, and he's producing it. And I think he's doing the soundtrack for it too. With uh, oh. he's collaborating on the soundtrack, so he's making his big screen debut. That's going to be cool. Hey, did that uh, filthy show that he has start on HBO? Something yet? Star was something Star something on HBO. His uh, started uh, Ryan, yet, right. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I've yeah. seen like so many promos for it. Yeah. I just had that too here. Hold not a star here. is born. No, it's no, it's not a star is born. It's not uh, the idol. The idol. Thank you, Maury. Yes. When does that come out? That show looks filthy, by the way. Mm-hmm. February twenty fifth. Oh. Oh, so it's already out. That was last no, week. No, nope, last that's week. Something else. Oh. You just going to start says- shouting out dates until you get the right one? <laughs> that was a concert. <laughs> kill. Okay. <laughs> June twenty twenty three. Thank you. Okay, yeah. there we go, Jim. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Prince Harry, in another step to uh, uh, maintain his privacy, is going to be doing a live stream interview with trauma oh. expert Gabor Mate. Wow, way that, to stay that, private, that... sir. It's going to broadcast to the entire world. Uh, Dr. Gabor Mate, who's really, really great. I've watched a lot of this guy's stuff. He's super smart. So I guess what he's doing is a live stream with Harry. And then fans can buy tickets to view the live stream and maybe even get a chance to ask Harry a question during the live stream. Wow. Uh, Can't get any more private than that, guys. No. You know, my issue would be is like people come up with fun questions, but the problem is they're going to vet all the questions and only pick the, the serious ones. Of course. Well, what would you ask? I wanted to, like, we, did you see the South Park episode and what are your thoughts? Well, you think he's going to talk about that? Well, apparently. not if I submit my question, they won't let me. Oh, apparently. Megan was not happy with that. I mean, who would be really? You don't even have to. You don't even have to leak that. No, right? I watched that clip and I'm like, oh, they're gonna hate that. Yeah. <laughs> right? You know yeah. what I mean? Ask anybody. Yeah, uh, Dr. Gabor Mate says the uh, stream will dive deep into the importance of personal healing and touch on the impact of emotional loss. Uh, Gabor Mate hopes the uh, session with Harry can spark an open discussion about mental health for everyone. So there you go with that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have been. Asked to leave their UK residence, Frogmore Cottage, officially evicted. The couple left already. Well, they still have the place there, right? Like it's still sort of theirs, I guess. Like their clothes is in the drawers. Yeah, they still have like some furniture and tchotchkes and whatever else there. Um, Their people said we can confirm the Duke and Duchess of Sussex have been requested to vacate their residence at Frogmore Cottage. Uh, the confirmation comes after the son of the UK claimed that King Charles had made the decision to kick them out and replace them in Frogmore Cottage with Prince Andrew. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, what a disaster. Wow. Uh, wow. It, it's said that uh, Harry and Meghan are now working on uh, plans to ship their remaining belongings back to California where they moved in 2020. 
when they stepped down as senior members of the royal family. And a uh, insider told uh, The Sun, this surely spells the end of Harry and Meghan's time in the UK. Still no word on whether they're going to show up for um, Charles's coronation in May. So, Charles is so. apparently saying that he wants them there. Well, that's a play, yeah, right? It's a, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a great play, right? Because if... If Charles doesn't invite them, Harry can always say he wasn't invited. But if Charles invites them, then it's up to them to show up. And the king looks better. And so if they don't show up, it looks like they had the issue as opposed to Charles having the issue. But Mocha was saying earlier this week, King Charles is having a hard time getting anyone to show up. Well, yeah. Yeah, that a little will happen. They'll, you know, someone will. Someone will. Yeah, <laughs> someone like Lionel Richie standing there, like, bro. Yeah, I didn't get the memo. Everyone was saying no. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Is I'm, yeah. the, I'm the only one to say yes. <laughs> Can't leave me here uh, all by myself, dancing on the ceiling. No, ah. I would just go through the drawers and find Harry and Meghan's wedding invite list. Oh, facts. <laughs> just start calling them. Yeah, right. Yeah. They did all the heavy work for you. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The uh, White House is uh, responding to TikTok. Remember when Donald Trump was in office and he wanted to ban TikTok? Mm -hmm. And everybody's like, you're crazy. Uh, Now the White House uh, press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, uh, told reporters yesterday that the federal government is working on a solution for TikTok, although they stopped short of saying whether TikTok would be officially banned altogether in the U.S. Here she is. We've been very clear that TikTok, uh, you know, poses a problem and an issue. And so we have concerns about that as it relates to Americans' data, collecting Americans' data, and the potential national uh, security risk. And we've been very, very clear on that. Uh, TikTok has already been banned for use on state-owned electronic devices in several states across the country, as well as at the federal level over cybersecurity concerns. Here in Canada, too, on government phones. Yep. How am I going to see Jagmeet Singh doing the Tuesday slide? <laughs> well, he can probably still do it on his personal phone. Uh, you're, uh, you're not supposed to have a personal phone, though, when you're in uh, high-level government, though. Because oh. that's where you do all your secrets, right? Yeah. I have two phones. Yeah, well, that's that's not surprising. <laughs> what's, what's surprising is that you don't have three. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Today in history, it was 40 years ago in 1983 that the the CD player and compact discs were released for the first time in the U.S. The first CD player, the Sony CDP-101, cost about how much in 1983? Mocha, how much was the first CD player in 1983? $100? What? $100. No, the first CD player in 1983 was actually $1,000. $1,000? Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks. Don't you remember how much VCRs used to cost? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. VCRs were like $800. Oh, yeah. Give me the, the, the model of this Sony. It's um, the CP, so- sorry, CDP-101. CDP, compact disc player. Thanks, Maury. <laughs> I think we got that. Damn, son. <laughs> is it huge? <laughs> it's a giant brick. Bro. Is it? Hold on, let me look at this. You won't even be. That looks like a VCR. CDP 101. It looks like. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of those totally. machines that. that um, it's a huge machine. Like what they would use to launch the. the like the government is, would use to launch the nukes. It looks like 
Like, um, what can I even compare this to, right? Like, because you can't even say stereo equipment anymore because people don't even know how big stereo equipment is. Stereo equipment is the size of your phone now, (laughs) right? Because it is your phone. Yeah, it's a giant brick (laughs) that only played one disc, (laughs) right? The first CD ever released was Billy Joel. Was it really? Yeah. Interesting. Good thing we don't fact check on this show. (laughs) <laughs> what other fun facts do you have about the cd player, the first Mario? cd the cost of the cds back then was 22 dollars. no more than that no 22 bucks no it has to CD. be more if Way the cd more. player cost one thousand dollars cds for my research back in 1983 cost 22 well you did research in 1983 like well i googled when yeah. you just you, you gotta stop just like googling and spitting at the first wikipedia no, I did some hard research on this. Hard research? What, on your two phones? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, it's a CD. simply uh, cost around 15 to 22 bucks. Yeah, I remember them being more. That's probably in America, though. You know what I mean? We always get screwed up here with stuff like that. Do you remember the first CD you ever bought? Me? No. Mine was Rolling Stones. Yeah, I don't remember the first CD I ever bought. Probably like Bruce Springsteen. What other cool Prince CD memories like do you have, Maury? Yeah, I know. Since we're going down this road. <laughs> well, that you stole one once. Oh, damn. Damn. Wow, snitch. Wow. He's talked about that, it. That file's still open, Morm. I know, but he's always vague. <laughs> allegedly. Snatch. Allegedly, Mocha stole a CD. No, no, no. I was arrested. Oh. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. Uh, Jason Derulo is uh, releasing a book. You have to say his name That properly. was announced. Hold on a second, Maury. Uh, Jason Derulo is releasing a book set to be released on June 27th. The mm-hmm. name of Jason Derulo's book is the best title ever for a Jason Derulo book. The best title ever for a Jason Derulo book. Okay. The name of the book is Sing Your Name Out Loud. Oh. 15 rules for living your dream. Oh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jason Derulo. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, where are we here? Uh, Will Smith made his first award speech since the uh, Oscar incident last year. Uh, this was uh, at the, let me get this right. Uh, he, expe- he accepted the Beacon Award at the African American Film Critics Association Awards. Uh, his Emanci- Emancipation co star. Um, Charmaine uh, Bingwa and the AAFC counselor uh, Gil L. Roberts introduced Will Smith and Anton Fuqua, uh, who, of course, was the director of Emancipation. This is Will Smith on a stage, just like acting like Will Smith. I remember it was the, we were, it was the second day of shooting and, you know, 110 degrees. And we're out there and, you know, I was, I was in a scene with, with uh, one, one of the, the white actors and we, we had our line, and uh, the actor uh, decided to, to ad-lib. Um, so we're doing the scene, and uh, I did my line. 
And then uh, he did his line. And then he ad-libbed and spit in the middle of my chest. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) If I had pearls on, I definitely would have clutched them. (laughs) And I wanted to say, Antoine. (laughs) Twine. Wow. Um, But I stopped. In the distance, I hear a voice. And Antoine says, hey, let's do a take without the spit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's funny. That's funny. And in that moment, I knew that God was real. (laughs) Wow, God laughs on laughs. Yeah, so we know that... Will Smith has said that he had reached out to Chris Rock multiple times. Chris wasn't ready to talk. Uh, We know that Chris Rock turned down the opportunity to host the Academy Awards. And we also learned that uh, Chris Rock turned down the opportunity to appear with Will Smith in a Super Bowl commercial Hmm. because we know Chris Rock wasn't ready to talk. However, all that is going to change on Saturday because at 10 p.m. on Netflix, Chris Rock Selective Outrage, which will stream live, which is a live Chris Rock comedy show on Netflix on Saturday night at 10 p.m., as we know that he had said that when he's ready to talk about it, he will. Now, he's been test-driving material yeah. over the la- like the last year, right? He's been on tour with Kevin, Kevin Hart. So here, let me give you some of the jokes that he has sort of been testing out on stage about the Will Smith incident. Oh. Uh, he goes, the thing people want to know, did it hurt? Hell yeah, it hurt. He played Muhammad Ali. I played Pookie. Oh. Even in animated movies, I'm a zebra. He's an effing shark. I got hit so hard, I heard summertime ringing in my ears. Summer, summer, summertime. He goes on to say, Will Smith is a big dude. I'm not. Will Smith is shirtless in his movies. If you see me in a movie getting open heart surgery, I'm going to be having a sweater on. (laughs) Okay. No more. No more spoilers. I can't wait to watch One more. One more. Okay, okay. okay. He always said, uh, he goes, I always rooted for Will Smith my whole life. Then he goes on to say, uh... But the other day, I watched Emancipation just so I could watch him get whipped. Oh, my God. (laughs) Can I just say? Okay, first of all, great spoilers. I'm still going to watch, right? Second of all, I'm glad he didn't do the voice like how Michael Scott did in the office. (laughs) 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 I forgot about that, actually. (laughs) But anyway, so that is so this live show is all part of, I guess, Chris Rock's deal with Netflix. But again, it's a I haven't seen a live. Have you ever seen a live like never comedy show on Mm -mm. Netflix? No. So again, it's Chris Rock's selective outrage. It's going to stream on Netflix at 10 p.m. on Saturday from the Hippodrome Theater in Baltimore. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. That uh, Oakville High School teacher with the massive Z cup prosthetic breasts. Uh, has been placed on leave after the uh, New York Post revealed 
that she oh, rarely the wears them outside of school. New York Post. Yes, oh. international. Uh, Kayla Lemieux was put on leave on Tuesday. They say, well, not currently on active assignment. The teacher remains employed. Lemieux suspension comes after Education Minister uh, Stephen Lecce and Halton Region MPPs rebuked the school board for having, quote, abdicated its responsibility by failing to put the interests and safety of students first. That is according to The Sun. Um, yeah, it went international after the Post revealed um, last month that once outside of school, Lemieux ditches the huge breasts wig and the makeup and just walks around like a man, like oh. in, in just regular clothes. Hmm. Uh, however, Lemieux in an interview said that the photos were not her, although she could not admit uh, she could not prove it and then denied that the giant breasts were prosthetic at all. Says that they're real and it's a hormone thing. <laughs> to me, going on administrative leave is what I thought this was all about at the beginning. I, th- I thought that the, the teacher was a huge troll who just wanted to force the school to support the ridiculousness of all of this, or they were just so pissed off at something that they were just hoping to get paid leave. And so, that seems like what's happening now. Well, as it's the story leave. develops, can you keep us abreast, please? Yes, I will, Maury. You got it. And that's how you, you do, do that. that. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, Chris Pine. So remember when uh, back in the uh, I think it was the Cannes Film Festival, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Venice Film Festival, Cannes Festival, one of those things where they were doing uh, the all the press for "Don't Worry, Darling." When the story was that Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine. You remember that shot oh, yeah. where he leaned can, over and you can clearly see. Wad of spit fall out of That's what it looked like. Like it really right onto Chris Pine. It was very weird because the whole thing happened in a crowded theater. Yeah. And it didn't look like any words were exchanged between them. You didn't see any of the saliva. Just a spit. Right? It's so disrespectful. It really looked like Harry Styles horked on Chris Pine. Yeah. Uh, All this late night, too much late night talking to you. Uh, but uh, but Chris Pine, uh, in a new interview, addresses exactly what went on during Spitgate. Simple yes or no, Mr. Pine, please explain. Did Harry spit on me? Harry did not spit on me. Harry's a very, very kind guy. I was trying to figure out, <laughs> I was on the plane with my publicist who says I look like Rachel from Friends. We're flying back from Venice and I'm sleeping and having a great time on the plane. I love planes. And I, she wakes me up in a in a you know in a in a state, and she said we have to craft a we have to craft a message about what happened in Venice. And I was like, about what? About about Harry spitting on you? Which I had no, <laughs> idea, I had no idea what happened. Show me the thing, and it does look indeed like Harry spitting on me. He didn't spit on me. I think what he said is he leaned down, and I think he said. It's just words, isn't it? Because we had this little joke, because we're all jet-lagged, we're all trying to answer these questions, and sometimes when you're doing these press things, your brain goes befuddled, and you know you start speaking gibberish, and we had a joke, but it's just words, man. So, anyway, you, you buy mean, that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, why not, right? I don't think you he don't... spit, but I don't know if that's exactly what happened. Yeah, no. I'm, I, I think I agree with you more. No, I don't what? buy it. And you... I don't buy it because of Chris Pine's reaction. Yeah, I know. The whole thing. It really, like he reacted right? like he got spat on exactly. and couldn't do anything because they were but in a crowded why? theater. Like knowing that there's cameras everywhere, why would Harry Styles go and spit I, on him? I don't know because I because like remember back to the story, like they all didn't like Harry because he was with Olivia Wilde at the time and it screwed up the movie and that's the the whole thing with Florence Pugh not even showing up to the press conference, although she was there because she was pissed off at. 
Yeah, it's unfortunate wild. because I uh, I actually did enjoy that movie. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea what it was about. They like they like that relationship ruined the movie mm -hmm. uh, simply because that became the story. And every single time Olivia Wilde opened her mouth about anything, she pissed somebody off. And, and mainly her own cast. You know what, though? I'm glad I didn't know anything about the movie. Yeah, I had no I watched idea. It and I was like... It's kind of good. This is really yeah, good. Yeah, it was a good movie. Yeah. I wish I had known what it yeah. was about. Thank you for all the controversy. Yeah. Harry Styles, thank you for spitting on Chris Pine. Yeah, I kind of dug it. I really did. Thought she did a great job. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, you want to hear a uh, keyboard player make a song out of a car alarm horn? Are you interested in that at all? Um, yes. Okay, so this is a keyboard player, Tony Ann, um, and he made the uh, car alarm by... Like on purpose? Yeah, so I guess oh. I guess there was a car alarm honking or uh -huh. something like that. I don't know, but anyway, listen. <laughs> Yo, this is pretty... Dope, I like this. Yeah. Yo, yeah. that is actually kind of fire. It gives me soap opera vibes. It does, you're right. I have uh I have classical music stuck in my head. I tried to watch that movie Tar with Kate Blanchett. That's uh up for like a couple Academy Awards mm -hmm. about a composer. Oh, boring. Oh, my God, dude. This movie. Did you know it was about a, a composer? I sort of did, but I thought it was a different story. Like, I just thought. Like, what, a different composer? Be, no, I thought, like, there was going to be, like, a, like, she, she was going nuts. So there was, like, supernatural stuff or something. I don't know what. I don't know what I thought. Yeah. I don't know what I thought. But this movie is, like, it's not for me. I, I don't know who the movie's for, mm -hmm. but it's not for me. Other composers? I guess maybe there's just like these really long talky scenes in the movies, like over two hours. No action? No, no, no. Like no car chase just, scenes? No. How about a movie about a composer? I don't know. No. Like but, maybe the composer wrote, wrote? the ultimate song. Yes. And then a competing composer uh, was like, before this song, before right? this muse, these music sheets get out. Yes. I need to claim those music sheets. Right. So then they find out where the composer, right. who I assumed his name, no, the song is called Tar. Oh, excuse me. So competing composer okay. tracks down where the Tar writer right. is holding the music sheets. Okay. And then okay. a car chase ensues and he's like, Give me tar! This, I should have tar! You've just described a really, really mediocre Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> and I was thinking, starring Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.